1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy.
2: Man, I greatly admire. Senator from Texas, Ted Cruz. He's a fighter. And as you know, my theory, there are not many fighters. And he is. He's written a a brand new book, just came out, Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. It's worth noting that his parents fled communism, so he has some intimate knowledge. My parents did not flee communism, but I do have intimate knowledge of it, since that's what I studied and I went to communist countries repeatedly. And to see cultural Marxism come to the United States... Is, uh, is mind-blowing, to say the least. How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in, in America? Okay, Senator Ted Cruz, take it away. How do we do that?
1: Well, Dennis, it, it, it's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. Uh, so what this book does is, is, is really two things. Number one, it, it examines how it is that the radical left seized virtually every major institution in America. And so mm-hmm. each chapter of the book examines a different institution. The first chapter is universities and, and I call universities the Wuhan lab of the woke virus. It's, it's where it was created. It. It's where it <laughs> mutated. That's great. And it's where it spread. It's where it all came from. The next I didn't, chapter. Wait, goes it, didn't,
2: from, it didn't come from a bat.
1: Uh, it, well, I don't know what they were doing with a bat, but, but, but <laughs> it, it, it ended up spreading everywhere else. So. From universities, the book goes on to talk about K-12 through education, and then journalism, and then government, and then big business, and then big tech, and then entertainment, Hollywood, movies, TV, sports, music, and then science, the politicization of science. And the last chapter in the book is on China. And China is a central nexus that ties them all together. And what the book does is it lays out how and why the radical left sees these institutions. And then secondly, it gives you a practical battle plan, real steps we can take to retake each and every one of those institutions. Because I think if we don't retake the institutions, we're going to lose our nation.
2: That's right. I, I Everything the left touches, it destroys. It's one of the models yeah. of my life to understand what is happening. So when you talk, if you do even, when you talk to colleagues, Almost every Democrat has succumbed to this. Yes. What, what is your take? Do, do they believe that Western civilization is not superior to others? I mean, let's take the big picture.
1: Yeah. Look, I, I think the Democrats have been radicalized. Like when I got to the Senate 11 years ago, there was one open socialist in the Senate. That was Bernie Sanders. He was the only one who would admit he's a socialist. They're all socialists now. Bernie Sanders is now the chairman of the Senate Budget Committee. Yesterday, I and several other Republicans forced a vote on the Senate floor on providing emergency military funding, $14 billion of funding to Israel right now that's in the middle of a war. Every single Democrat voted no, all of them. And, and a big part of the reason, and, and, and that's what the, the book Unwoke discusses, is it breaks down how all of these institutions are, are interconnected Part of the reasons the Democrats all voted against Israel funding is because journalism is broken. And so they know that their vote is not going to be on the six o'clock news. They know the New York Times is not going to talk about it. They know CNN is going to ignore it. And so it it has driven them to the crazy lunatic left. And, and look, we're seeing it unfolding on college campuses all across the country. I know your heart is breaking and mine is as well at the rabid anti-Semitism we're seeing. This is the manifestation of cultural Marxism taking over the universities, and and it underscores the need to fight to take them back. Look, we're seeing it in San Francisco right now with Biden meeting with Xi. Now, as you know, what liberal politicians have done to San Francisco is truly tragic, and yet magically, right before the meeting, they came in and they cleaned out the homeless people. They cleaned out the drug users. They stopped people from injecting drugs in the open streets. They stop people from defecating in the streets and everything's sparkling. And it makes you wonder, wait a second, these same clowns told us yesterday that there was nothing they could do about homelessness or crime or drug use. And yet when the head of the Chinese Communist Party arrives, it magically is cleaned and it makes you wonder why didn't they do this a week ago for the residents of San Francisco? Do Americans not matter? And, and that's another manifestation of of, of cultural Marxism, this extreme ideology, regardless of the consequences.
2: God, everything you said is eloquent and true. the, The San Francisco issue raises the obvious reaction. Do they have no shame? We can't do anything about homelessness and drug use and public defecation and then they do something about it because she arrives. Yep. But the, may and I think you answered why, though. It just occurs to me because the press won't report it.
1: Look, they did the exact same thing when Joe Biden came to El Paso, which they touted as his trip to the southern border where they came into El Paso and they cleaned up the cities and they removed all the illegal immigrants from the street. And so Biden literally came to our Southern border and the white house reported he didn't see a single illegal alien because they removed them for the photoshop. Oh, I didn't know and, and, that.
2: I did not know that. Oh my God. It,
1: it, it's the cynicism of, and, and this is what the book explains that, that there's a reason for this. The policies of the radical left are wildly unpopular. Uh, No rational person supports abolishing the police. No rational person supports open borders. No rational person supports surgically sterilizing and castrating young children. No rational person celebrates the atrocities of Hamas terrorists. So, the way the radical left advances those policies are number one, through force and coercion, through censorship, but number two, through indoctrination. And it's why. They have targeted universities and K-12 through and journalism and entertainment because that's why they care about the photo ops. They don't actually want people to see the human suffering of their policies. And so they have to create a, a, a Hollywood Potemkin village, a, a false facade, because the truth of their policies is an absolute disaster.
2: So, my dear listeners, the book is Unwoke. It's up at DennisPrager.com, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. The number of people in powerful political positions who understand this is extremely small. No Democrat and even most Republicans, which does raise an interesting question, and I don't ask this to be provocative at all. How many of your Republican colleagues know what you're saying?
1: You know, frustratingly, not nearly enough. And, and we have a problem in Washington. We have a problem with, number one, the Democrats have gone to the radical left. But a lot of the Republicans, they're, they're afraid to fight on these issues. We have battles with our own leadership in the Senate, where, frankly, yesterday, when, when I and others forced a vote on Israel funding, Republican leadership in the Senate was furious with us for doing that because because they don't fight, they don't battle, they don't have the urgency that we got our country, I think, is hanging by a thread. And and, and listen, mm-hmm. the, the urgency of it, as you mentioned, the, the, this book starts by telling my family story. And my father was born and grew up in Cuba. He fought in the Cuban Revolution. He actually fought alongside Fidel Castro. And he was imprisoned. He was tortured in Cuba. And, 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 and he fled and came to America seeking freedom. My aunt, my Tia Sonia, was there, After the revolution succeeded, she fought in the counter revolution and she was imprisoned and tortured by Castro's thugs. And a story that I tell right at the outset, Dennis, that 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 will have a real impact on you is a story. My grandmother, my abuela told me she was a sixth grade teacher in Cuba. And she said when Castro and the revolution succeeded, he almost immediately sent his army into the elementary schools. And the soldiers would go into kindergartens and first grades, and they'd tell the students, the little kids, they'd say, close your eyes and pray to God for candy. And the kids would do so. They'd open their eyes. There'd be no candy. And then they'd tell the same children, they'd say, close your eyes and pray to Fidel Castro for candy. And the kids would do so, and the soldiers would quietly slip a piece of candy on each of their desks. That's what Marxism is. It is indoctrination. It is designed to destroy your allegiance to God, to family, to anything other than the all-powerful state. And we are seeing it controlling institutions throughout our nation, which is why this book, I I think it is so urgent that that we be empowered to take them back.
2: Yeah. Well, again, and people know I don't. I don't do this normally. I don't even generally have folks in the senator house on. Not I'm not against them. I just don't. You are a, an invaluable voice, Senator Cruz. The book is Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. Look forward to talking to you again.
1: Thank you, Dennis. I appreciate it. You can get it on Amazon. And by the way, it makes a fantastic Christmas gift. Get it for your mom, your best friend. Get it for your kids so they can understand the poison right. that they're trying to be indoctrinated with.